0: Primal potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. Like I said a couple episodes ago, we have a lot of new listeners. So welcome to the show. I am Elizabeth Benton, and this is another episode in the How They Did It series, because you guys get to hear a lot about my theories and my coaching strategies, but there is no replacement For hearing from people who are in the trenches, doing the actual work right now and hearing what works for them. Not because it's necessarily exactly what will work for you, but it gives us great ideas and it starts getting us thinking outside of what isn't working or outside of what we've tried before and into opening up to new possibilities and new ideas, This uh, client that you're going to hear from today, she's in my fall 12 Weeks to Transformation, which just wrapped up by the time this airs. And she was feeling kind of generally dissatisfied with her results, despite always trying and always making an effort, not only with food, but also with finances. And here's what I loved about what she shared. She was listening to the podcast And she had a ton of information, but she wasn't necessarily doing anything with it. And what she recognized was that she needed a coach and she needed a structure and she needed some accountability. Her biggest need was to create consistency, but also to end all or nothing thinking. And I shared with you guys recently that in my conversations with clients, there's always some really common themes and everybody's different and their struggles are different and their goals are different. And some people are working on mindset. Others are working on finances. Others are working on health. But the themes that I've noticed most significantly are journaling and affirmations, two things that it's easy to skip right over because we don't have time or we don't think we're going to move the needle with them. And we instead go to the things like, I need to be more disciplined. And what does that look like? And we get into that all or nothing rut. So we're going to talk about how she specifically used journaling and affirmations in a way that worked for her to create significant change in her life. And as of this episode airing, registration is now open for our winter session. So today you'll hear from somebody in the fall, and she talks about the weekly challenges and she talks about the identity journal. Registration is open now for the winter session, which kicks off the first Sunday in January. So maybe you can relate to that. You listen to the podcast, you have all this information, but really you need some accountability and some structure and a coach to put it into action consistently in your life. If that is you, I would love the opportunity to work with you to help you kick off 2020 in a really powerful way. Inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation, there's so many components. As soon as you register, we mail out your identity journal directly to you, no matter where in the world you live. And then the first Sunday in January, we'll kick off our weekly challenges. There's a new challenge every single week. It'll kick off our daily coaching audio messages. Every single day, you get a short one to three minute coaching message. We have live coaching calls where I am in the trenches with you, answering your questions, helping you work through your struggles, and so much more. If you want to learn more, you want to register, go to primalpotential.com forward slash 695, or you can go directly to primalpotential.com forward slash transform. But that is where you can both learn more and you can register. Listen, if you have questions though, if you're on the fence about it, Shoot me an email or shoot Sarah an email because we really want to make sure that you don't miss an opportunity to really move the needle in your life and get out of that knowing, 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 but not doing, or get out of that all or nothing mindset. Create consistency. We would be happy to talk with you more individually about your needs or work through any questions or reservations that you have. Registration is now open. We are limiting the number of people we always do, but it's even more limited for this winter session. So head over to primalpotential.com forward slash transform. And in the meantime, right, whether the 12 weeks is for you or not, I know for sure that we can all take something away from this How They Did It episode where we're going to hear about journaling, about affirmations, about mindset, and leveraging tools in a way that creates results. I'll see you on the other side. What was going on for you when you decided to join the 12 Weeks to Transformation? Like, What was happening in your life that made you curious about or open to this whole process?
1: I first found you a couple of years ago through Primal Podcast on the Apple Podcast app. And I was just very dissatisfied with my eating choices. I couldn't lose weight. I'd, you know, be really good for a month and then fall off the wagon and give up. And it also bled into finances. Mm. No matter how much I made, I was never getting ahead. And in listening to your podcasts over a couple of years, I realized, wow, you know, there's a lot of information here. But I needed that that one final step to actually reach out for coaching a more direct uh, coaching and that's why I signed up.
0: I love that. So it was for food and it was for finances, but maybe overall kind of like consistency? Absolutely,
1: consistency was my number one uh, failure in my life at that point.
0: And what has changed? What's different now than it was then? Um,
1: small changes have been happening. It's not, you know, all at once. And once I got over that, I realized small steps, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm -hmm. My food choices have changed dramatically. I don't beat myself up if I do have a cookie. I don't do that all or nothing scenario I used to do. It's always a matter of reset. Uh, When I go out and buy something, I would you know that I don't need, I don't beat myself up anymore. It's a wonderful, slow progress I have found.
0: And what was it that helped you shift this? Was there a particular tool, a particular mindset, a particular challenge? How did you go from I'm inconsistent and have this all or nothing practice to now I don't have an all or nothing practice and I'm eating differently. What helped you make that change?
1: Journaling. Mm. The number one thing that has changed my life, Mm. just writing it down. And and when I first started, I never journaled before. And I'd look at that blank page and I go, what am I going to write about? And I decided just put anything down, start scribbling. And then it was, it just started to pour out. Um, And that has really been a huge tool. Also, the changing my mindset Mm -hmm. and um, affirmations. You know, my affirmations are changing my behavior and changing my mindset. And those have been a huge help.
0: So I want to talk about both of those things in a little bit more detail because there's so many people who, because they haven't journaled consistently, they either doubt or they can't really wrap their minds around the power of journaling. And and I know you know that I'm a big believer because for one of many benefits, it helps us slow down and pay attention instead of the rush, 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 go through the moments, go through the you know the motions of life and then think about it afterwards. And hindsight being 2020, yeah. be like, well, yeah, I could have done better, but in the moment I wasn't thinking about it. And journaling is a tool that helps us kind of be in the driver's seat a little bit more. And s- specifically, I love that you said, the blank page used to intimidate you. And what a lot of people will do is they won't write anything because they're not sure of the right thing to write, the correct thing to write. But you just said, let's just start. Let's just write the wrong thing. Let's write anything. And that is what makes journaling so powerful. So talk to me about what the journaling does for you, and I know it can be a tough thing to describe, but how has that practice helped you act differently?
1: Well, it's exactly that. It's a practice. I find all of these new tools are like muscles that I've never used. Mm -hmm. It's really hard at first, unsure, uncertain how my muscle is to act, but the more effort I put into it, the easier it becomes. I think what a lot of people think in journaling is that they're writing because they think someone else is going to read it. Yeah. And and it's like an inhibition. But once you get over that no one else is going to be reading this, this is just for you, then I think the juices start to flow and your mind open up opens up.
0: Yeah. I, I totally Totally agree with that. That fear of judgment, even when people logically know this is just for me, they're still more concerned with how they come across and is this right or is this wrong versus what's going on in my mind right now. Let's just be aware of it and observe it instead of trying to get it right and avoid getting it wrong.
1: Exactly. And what I find is it takes sometimes two minutes a day. Not even that. Everyone has the time as you keep saying, and I so agree. And when I just write, I just start, I put the pen on that paper. And what helps me as well is I say what I'm writing out loud.
0: Mm. And And it's sort of a, a,
1: it reaffirms it in my brain. Mm -hmm. For some reason, some reason that that seems to work for me. And it it allows me to um, open up the floodgates, so to speak, to get things that I'm thinking down on paper.
0: That's such a great idea. And I love that. Instead of just stopping at, I don't know what to write, you just try different things. And you write ideas and you say it out loud. And you keep trying until you find something that works. And I'm with you. Oftentimes, I'd say probably 50% of the time, my journaling is two minutes or less. And sometimes I feel chattier and I have more to say, but we can get a significant impact in 120 seconds.
1: Oh, absolutely. It doesn't take much. And you know, if you don't know what to, to write, start about what you did the day before or what you did this morning. You know, I got up, brushed my teeth and just putting that ink on the paper seems to help.
0: Absolutely. You just have to begin. I'll often just start with a very, very simple question. And I think that's the cool thing about the identity journal is that it gives you those prompts. It's not truly a blank page, right? Though there's blank space on the page. It's saying, what does it look like to win this day? How can I make myself proud? And those prompts are often a a great way to get started. I love that. You also said Mm -hmm. the affirmations, and this is something that I don't believe we can really understand the power and influence of until we've done it. But what we think and how we think changes what we do. So would you be willing to share some of your affirmations?
1: Oh, absolutely. And and, and I have to say, it is sort of freaky scary how amazingly well they work. And you know, I do it in the car. I just repeat them out loud, and so it becomes like a mantra. Um, I'm I'm going through my identity journal, which I absolutely love as well. Um, I will tell you two. uh, One of them is I am financially abundant. Money is pouring in. Mm. And another one is my chores, my choices are making me reach my goals. I love that. I love that. And my number one. And this goes to changing my beliefs about myself. You can say things till you're blue in the face, but if like you say, you don't change your belief about your fundamental self, you will never change. Yeah. And the one that helps me on that is I am a healthy person who takes care of my body.
0: Let me ask you a question. When you mm-hmm. created those affirmations, did you believe- Yes that you were a healthy person who takes care of her body?
1: No. How did you- But I do now.
0: How did you get from, I don't believe that, to I believe it and I'm doing it? Is that something that you can articulate?
1: Yes. And this is going to sound corny, but when I first started them out, I would look at myself in the morning. I mean, in the mirror every morning and say them to myself. Mm -hmm. And when I started to think about a cookie or something that uh, I knew was not healthy for me, I would say the affirmation and just keep saying and repeating, repeating, repeating again. It's a muscle that we haven't used and we need to strengthen it.
0: That's such a great point. Cause what a lot of people will do is they just won't say it, you know? And so then you don't develop that pattern. You don't develop that way of thinking it is something that has to be strengthened intentionally. And I know for me, if I'm saying an affirmation and it doesn't feel real or true, I'll turn it into something Mm -hmm. that is very narrowly targeted for that day. So if I don't believe Ah. I'm a healthy person who takes great care of myself, I can say today I choose to show up as a healthy person who takes great care of herself. Because the reality is, even if, I have 20 or 30 years of of struggle, I can choose today for just the yeah. day or even for just the rest of the day or just the next one hour to show up as a healthy person who takes great care of herself.
1: Yes, that's very true.
0: tangible. And it goes back to your, your statement about all or nothing. Even with affirmations, it's not all or nothing. It's not either I believe this or I don't. But I do have to change what I believe about myself in order to change how I behave. Because for as long as I believe that I'm inconsistent, that I'm so all or nothing, all of those stories, well, then I act right in alignment with them.
1: It's so true. We just keep going back to the same old patterns. And there was one slide in one of your uh, videos that changing these patterns is, is hard in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but you have to put the work in as you say.
0: Yeah. So did you have any doubts or reservations Coming into the 12 weeks or before you said, Yep, I'm doing it, I'm making this investment, were there any fears or reservations?
1: Sure. When you're spending this kind of money, you think, Oh my goodness, it's like diving into the deep end and you don't know if there's a big rock at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you just have to trust in the universe and trust in faith and trust in your own judgment. Yeah. But, you know, I said, you know what? I, I want to do this. It's, it's, I'm attracted to it. So dive in and I have to trust my gut.
0: Yeah. And how do, you, how do you feel about those doubts and fears and reservations now?
1: Oh, completely gone. This, what you do, this 12 weeks of transformation is really a game changer. And I encourage anyone and everyone that ch- wants to change any aspect of their life or their beliefs and mindset, it's it's a game changer. It really is, without a doubt, however little or however much you take away from it.
0: What would you say to somebody who's on the fence, who has those same fears, who says, gosh, I don't know if investing that money in myself is a safe thing to do when I haven't been successful before having, having been on kind of both sides of this. Now, what would you say to that person?
1: I would say if you, if you're investing this amount of money, you will do the work.
0: That's the thing about skin in the game, right? Like I was at a, that's it. Skin in the game. Yeah. I was at a, um, a leadership talk the other day and and there was a gentleman speaking who has built many successful businesses several of which he's sold for values in the billions of dollars billions with mm. a B and one of the things he said is if we don't have skin in the game we will quit we will give mm-hmm. up And and the thing is, if we don't have enough skin in the game, because there's a lot of people who'll be like, oh, well, I've spent money on books and I've spent money on this. But the more skin you put in the game, that goes back to why I increased prices a year ago, because I knew that if it's not a financial risk, right, if it's not Mm -hmm. an amount of money that makes you go, ugh, then it's super easy to give up or to drift or to lose interest. But there's something incredible that happens when we put that skin in the game, it calls us to a higher level of performance. And I've talked about this with my own business masterminds. They were a scary amount of money for me. But because of that, I showed up with a different level of commitment. And and that changed, changed everything. And I think too, and I'd love your perspective on this there's so many different touch points to keep people engaged because I know that drifting and disengaging is a risk of all of the different elements in the 12 weeks to transformation, whether we're talking about the daily journaling or we're talking about the weekly coaching webinars or the daily coaching audios or the challenges or the Facebook group or anything like that. Do you have a particular favorite?
1: Yes. I love the weekly coaching webinars. I find that they are timed so perfectly. Uh, For an example, last week, I, you know, I I, I put a lot of thought and effort into this uh, 12 weeks to transformation. And I started thinking, well, maybe if I figure out why I always eat sugar at night, as an example. Mm -hmm. And you keep saying, don't focus on the why, focus on the solution. Mm -hmm. And then I started, you know, Talking to myself, well, I wanted to know why? Is it something in my past? And then this last weekly webinar, it it explained to me, don't focus on that. Who cares why? Change it. Yeah, so they're so perfectly timed. You know, I find that as I evolve and I as I open up and discover uh, these new ways of thinking, you have a webinar that, pushes me onto the next level.
0: I love that. And it it is based on these four pillars, right? So each week does intentionally build on the next awareness, alignment, uh, advancement, and adjustment. But so often, yeah, we want to get a PhD in the psychology of the problem instead (laughs) of doing the work to change it because sometimes it can feel as validating to understand it as to solve it, but only one produces results, you know? And,
1: absolutely.
0: And it doesn't mean that we never understand ourselves better, but the best understanding comes from action, not from thought, not mm. from dwelling, not from perseverating and all of those things. Which I totally relate to that. I absolutely do. Since the weekly challenges are your favorite, do you have mm-hmm. one in particular that you've enjoyed the most or more than others?
1: Oh, no. You know, they're, they're all pertinent. Um, each and every one is pertinent, and, and as you said, it, it just uh, pushes pushes me along uh, week to week. I love the, the last one that that you did that uh, that spoke to me.
0: And what was that in Can the
1: changing of the behavior, mute, moving around your obstacle? That was another one. Yeah. Was it was like hit me like a a, a hammer? I went, oh my god! Yes. It's like this thing is in front of me, why can't I just go around it? Yeah. So that that was a big help as well.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for for sharing some of your experience because I know there are a lot of people who struggle with the same things whether it's consistency or all or nothing thinking and the way that it bleeds over into so many areas of life and I know that there are so many people who doubt themselves and question the investment. So I have no doubt that you are speaking directly to people who maybe think, oh, I'm not a journaler or affirmations. I don't believe them. You just, you touched on so many things that I think are so relatable. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being willing to share. I really, really appreciate it.
1: Elizabeth, thank you. A big shout out to you as well. it's It's been a wonderful journey so far. And if I can help anyone with my small little uh, focus on what is important to me, I'm forever grateful.
0: Well, I know that you have, and I know everybody listening will be grateful to you. So thank you so, so much. And I'm excited to see where you go from here with these lessons and these tools. Thanks, Elizabeth.